Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies, just joining on the jump. What a time to be alive season, couple of regular guys It's season, go have yourself a laugh It's season, ha ha Welcome to Bit Season, episode 23, I'm Drab T-Shirt This is Matt Valdez I'm Adam Epstein. Yes. The, super, the superstar. Look who we have in studio. Can't believe we booked him. I'm glad to be here with you guys. Thanks for coming back. I know you, it's you not sure, a weekly thing for you. You sure you're not uh, hosting ESPN National Radio right now? Nope. Uh, unless I got an email that I'm not aware of. Way Adam, to bring the energy. Yeah, Adam, well, you're doing a good job. Adam's saving his energy for the weekends. I'm enjoying his Saturday morning show. I know you listen to it a lot. I check in. I'm uh, part of the AWOD weekend army. What's with the rotating host on the weekend? I thought it was the AWOD show, and I'm turning in, tuning in, and I'm hearing part-time leftovers. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Everyone at the office just comes up to me, and they say, hey, can we do a show with you? They love my vibe. That's actually, I, that's, that is, because it's almost like they see Adam uh, taking meetings down in Richmond and Mm -hmm. hosting uh, middays in Richmond. And now all of a sudden, you got the stragglers coming out, grabbing onto Adam's coattails and see if he could take (laughs) a ride. Why don't you go do a show with Craig Hoffman? (laughs) 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 You know, something like that. Why are you the, the tryout guy? I don't know. You know, I'm the voice of the millennials. Well, so you, these young guys want to do had, a show with me. You had Cody Betts on two weeks ago. You had Linnell on last week. Who's on with you this weekend? Oh, you didn't hear my bit? No. Oh, so I've been booking like celebrities, you know? So Robin Williams will be next week. I've got Sierra after that. What? What, I, I know, what kind bit. of bit are you doing? <laughs> You're doing a terrible bit. I'm just doing bits. I don't understand. No, you know Robin Williams is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? Yes, of course. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, well, episode 23, off to a hot start. (laughs) Hey, uh, this week's show is sponsor-free, but it doesn't have to be in the future. If you guys are interested in sponsoring Bit Season and Drab and Valdez and you like what we're doing here and you want to be involved, we we have a lot of uh, listeners of the show. We could provide the data, Yes, but come on board. uh, Send us a message on on, uh, Twitter or Instagram, something like that. We'll get back to you. And you know what? If you don't have your own business or company and you still get size for Matt and Matt, maybe AWOD, but Bit Season, check out the Bit Season Twitter page. Just check it out. Oh, yeah. There might be a little... little, uh... Surprise inbox at the top. (laughs) (laughs) We can't promote. Yeah, look at that. Look at that big dollar bill thing just sitting right there. All right, guys. Hope everyone's having a great week. I think we had a pretty good week so far on the junkies. That's it's a it's a wrap for me. I'm out tomorrow. I'm taking a lurch day. Yeah, is that what they're called now? Anytime you take a Friday off, Friday off is a lurch. It's a lurch day. day. Hey, I'm taking a lurch. It's a personal day. No, my actual daughter is having eye surgery tomorrow, so I won't be in. Jeff Walker uh, will be filling in with Valdez here tomorrow. But I'll, I miss, we, I'll miss you. I, 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 the dynamic duo. We're having a good, uh, a good run uh, b- b- behind the glass this week. Awad, we we always miss you. But this week, a lot. You know, I feel like a good, a good amount of content that was non-sports. Uh, that's that's the best part about bit season. Is that you're not breaking down games every single day. 
And I just love the I love the non sports content. I live for non sports content. Did you laugh this week on the show? Did I laugh? Yeah. I'm trying to think if I specific. I always laugh, but I always try and think of the the moments that I cackle. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can hear me chuckle, but when I cackle, that's when you know we, it's good. I think I think I cackled um, when you. <laughs> um, this was actually, I think it was Friday mm-hmm. um, when you told EB. That when you said, sorry to spring this segment on you during the weekend parlay <laughs> right. that we've done for 50 straight weeks now. I cackled at that. You know what you do when you do you know, cackle? You've been going out. You've been going at EB a lot this I know. Week. We're gonna, I want to get to that. Okay. We've got a lot to talk about that. But I noticed actually one of your favorite things to do is you love to turn on the microphone when a comedian's in studio <laughs> and laugh in the background. I do. To let the comedian know that you're vibing with him. You're, you're right. a laugh track. You, know? you are. You were, you were the laugh track for Ari Spears last week. <laughs> well, here, well all right. I was. And I will say this. Even though I out-zinged Ari, even, uh, I say that. <laughs> You did it. You did. You had a crazy. <laughs> I out- I out- what was it again? You have to take uh, me through that. Um. Oh. 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 oh Big John. Uh, when he said he opened for uh, John uh, Witherspoon, right? And right. then Eric asked him, "How did you do that?" And then there was a gap, and I said, "Make a Wish Foundation." Uh, All right. Okay, and yeah. EB started cackling and everything. Did, did, um... And then Ar- <laughs> even uh, even Ari's was uh, cackling too. He found it funny. So I thought I might be his uh, opening act soon. That was a good start. Road. But I also remember this week some old man called in and out zinged you when you made a tie cop. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, some old guy. And I, I, you, you, first of all, you how many times are you going to use that tie cop line? I, you know what? I, I you got to retire lot. that. <laughs> I got to retire tie cop. You know what I also have to retire? What? Is anytime. Uh, um, an old person in car stuff. I always say Model T. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, so this old guy called in about baseball, playing baseball this week. No, no, shaking hands. Oh, yeah, shaking hands. Yeah, yeah. In, in his day, back in the day in baseball, right? Yeah. He was referencing and, that. And yeah, he, and, and I asked he, if he shook hands with Ty Cobb. <laughs> yeah, which Valdez is, I've heard the Ty Cobb <laughs> reference many times, and then the guy goes, yeah, he spiked me, <laughs> which actually was not funny, <laughs> and yells zinked Valdez. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but one of the things that, uh, we've been talking a lot about laughing today, we were talking a lot about laughing today on the show and what makes EB laugh. Yeah. And this just stood out to me as something I definitely want to get to so we can just start with it. And, and EB said that Valdez makes him laugh, that there's a genuine laugh from Valdez. Before he he says that, before he, he starts giving me some props, um, what made it extra special was talking about how how difficult it is to make Eric laugh with pure comedy, unless you're unless you're falling off a ladder or something. Pure comedy doesn't do it for EB. There's only a handful of things that can make that him is, laugh. That is so stupid. Because what, what do you mean? We see EB laugh all the time. I know at me. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. First of all, I know I make EB laugh. And EB says he doesn't like to laugh or something like only physical humor. When like, when have you made about, EB laugh? Every day on the show. When when I give, attack it, give me a specific every, example. Every day, every day when I I, I don't have a, a notepad like you do of all my zings. First of all, I've told you before, I don't do zings. I do conversation humor. <laughs> uh, my, my, Are you what kidding? Is that, what does that mean? <laughs> Conversational humor. Yeah, like <laughs> I make witty comment. I make witty comments, or, or I tell what, a you funny a, you're story. A I'm a story. I'm a better storyteller than JP. I know that. <laughs> I'm not arguing that. Okay. I, can, I just hold on. Just explain something that explain to you're me. You're, one, oh no 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 You're the one who's who's going around saying uh, I make Eric laugh every day. Well, if you make him laugh every day, tell me an instance where you because made him laugh. Okay, you're the, the like the king of of, of puns, right? Or or is it just one liners <laughs> that get in and out? I like to when I like observational humor. That's what it is. Maybe it's observation. When EB says his favorite color is red, and I say I couldn't tell, and he's wearing red from from toe to, to hair, things like that are funny. <laughs> okay. Here, okay? Well, well, you're not a cliche uh, expert. No, no, I don't. I that's that's for Rube. That's that's like, um, well, I won't attack anybody, but I feel like <laughs> pun humor is those are dad jokes. You're the king of dad jokes. That's, that's so <laughs> insulting. You are the king of dad jokes. Yeah, you no. do have an old soul. Yeah, no. your, your jokes I, are older. What do you no, mean? No, older? dad jokes are like so obvious. No, my like, joke. Uh, hold, hold on, hold on. My jokes are make you think. Yeah, he's a joke. He, he's he's a joke man. Right? Okay. That's what yeah, you are. You're a joke, joke man. You're a joke man. <laughs> I, I think my humor is highbrow. 
No, no, no. It's, the, it's past, you have Pasadena humor. I do not have Pasadena humor. You're toilet humor, which I, I like. No, you make I have, me laugh. Well, look, duty, hey. duty is funny. <laughs> you make me laugh. Sometimes I, know, sometimes, sometimes I reach for the low-hanging fruit, but oftentimes, oftentimes, my, uh, my wit and my humor is highbrow. You need to be a scholar no, to understand it. I will no. say sometimes it goes over my head. See? Exactly. If I had <laughs> Dina humor, if I had Pasadena humor, right. uh, Awad's knee would be red <laughs> from slapping it so much. You make Evie laugh when you do like literotica and you talk about like your no, no. the yeah, sex yeah. that you're yeah, into. Yeah, here's the thing. Eric yeah, finds you, no, no. Eric doesn't find you funny. Eric <laughs> finds you interesting. Hey, that doesn't necessarily interesting. Say, hey, <laughs> let me tell you. I think people find both of us funny. That's why they're listening to the show. People tell us all the time that Bit Season's funny and they have a good time listening to it. I will say, you make me laugh. You make me laugh all you the time. You make me laugh. Okay, then tell me why I make you laugh. <laughs> Is this funny? <laughs> Am I being funny right now? <laughs> Am I trying to amuse you? <laughs> Adam doesn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> See, that's funny. Okay. He's a uh, funny guy. <laughs> well, Seinfeld yeah. shtick for everybody. Yeah. Um, no, I think I don't like it that Valdez always gets just nodded as the is the. Um, you don't guy like I'm they... anointed as a uh, Zing King when, when you you feel like you're on the, the same playing field as me. I don't like. To, I'll you, be honest. Like, this is the comparison. Hey, I don't he like... doesn't like to feel like you're JV and I'm varsity. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. <laughs> Zing King, that it's one dimensional. You're the Zing King. Right? Who said I, by the way, who said I like being the Zing King? I think you love it. I think you love being the Zing King. I'm a five-tool player. Okay? I'm, I'm well balanced. You say I'm a one-trick pony? More or less. Why is that? I, I, that's your specialty. You're, well, you're, you, you have I know a, what I, well, I know what I'm good you're at. You're a, a Raldis Chapman. You got a 103-mile-an-hour <laughs> fastball, okay? You're really good at All it. Right, yeah, well, then, then tell me your uh, tools. I told you. I want the sto Obser a storyteller. No, observation observational humor. humor. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> my things don't take observation. No, I break it down like this. Look, you're like a... Yeah, hold on. Yeah, you're... Because right? uh, I've observed you guys way, are both way, funny. Don't, uh, don't say this because Drab's your boyfriend. No, no, no. I'm being honest. Valdez, I think you're like a slingshot. Like you're a quick fire zing. You th think of it, you immediately fire. Drab is methodical and he's timing. He will wait and let there be silence and then say something funny. I do have great timing. <laughs> I do. I you have no timing. You just blurt it out. That's not <laughs> a bad thing because you're witty. You're quick. But Drab is. How many times do we have to? Uh, do I have to uh, feed lines to Drab? That never happened. That happened one time. That happened one time. That happens all the time. People don't realize this. I feed Drab so many lines because right. it comes. Because I know, I know the audience, and I know comedy, which because I am the zinking, and right. I know that that it it sounds better coming out of Drab's mouth than mine. My favorite thing is when Valdez is turning on and off his microphone because he's so desperate to like <laughs> cut someone off and then he starts it and stops it and starts it and stops it. Like Conor McGregor once said, precision beats power, timing beats speed, Valdez. Alright? You gotta once you learn that Valdez got a trigger finger on that mic button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. You're 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 great. You you make me laugh. You make E B clearly you make E B laugh. And we cake laughs at everything. How, you can tell how butthurt Drab is by that comment. I wasn't butthurt. I just found it. Well interesting. now you know how I, I found oh, it oh, interesting. Well now you know how I feel or I felt when Eric all of a sudden looks at both of us and goes, Drab's interesting. I, right I, in my I, face. Oh sorry. So I, I'll right, take so, it so, so Eric went into your face and said, Valdez is funny. You know, he said, "When did, when have you made me laugh?" And I had nothing. I can't, that's the problem. I got holes in my brain too, and I can't remember anything. So All I couldn't right, well, really pull when I've made you be laugh right, well, recently. Well, when you're at the doctor's office and you're in the waiting room, start thinking about when you made Eric laugh. Uh, I won't have to keep a notepad, and the next yeah, time it keep happens, a yeah, keep a notepad. Adam, I don't know about you when you made Eric laugh. I just take my shirt off, I guess. You know, right? yeah, physical yeah. comedy, the physical yeah. humor. That's why he likes you. It, EB laughs at both of the things that you guys do, but it is completely different. Like the way you guys make him laugh, it's completely different. Yeah, well, Valdez, he's 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 good for a, a quick chuckle. I I think I might amuse Eric <laughs> more along the lines of you. <laughs> you what about the other your, guys? Your comedy lingers okay. more than mine. Who else? Okay, this show is a show about the junkies, not all about us. Who else on the show makes EB laugh? Cakes makes him laugh a lot. I said, what about cakes? He had nothing. Uh, I said what I said cakes makes you laugh. And he goes, nah. <laughs> Is he courtesy laughing every time Cakes says something funny? 
Because he laughs like all day next to uh, no, right no. Next well, to Cake, Cakes is the person who courtesy laughs and laughs at everything. I will always get a laugh from Cakes. The problem with Cakes is you can never tell if it's real or fake. If it, well, first of all, his laugh is real or fake, or his his comments are real or fake <laughs> because they might be coming from Valdez. That is true. <laughs> it's tough to know how witty Cakes really is. Uh, do you want to do you want a hint? If what? you can tell if it's from me or not, so you'll hear Cakes chuckle before he delivers a line. <laughs> so if he has, so if he has a false start before he says something, <laughs> well, that's then great, you know it's from me. Like, so like. Um, Let's just say Cakes does a a, a, a dumb Tree Rollins thing. He mm-hmm. goes, true, it's a, it's a Tree Rollins. So he would go, <laughs> the Tree Rollins. <laughs> and, then, and then you'll hear it. All right, dude. And there's no chance that JP or Lurch make Eric laugh. Jason probably. Jason, I would, here. Jason's like you in the fact that he's a storyteller. Jason's, no, EB yeah. laughs at Jason's, Jason's um, like, when he freaks out. No, 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 no. That was Hail, like a one-time Tales thing. of misfortune. Like, yeah, or just like how ridiculous things happen for Jason. You know, right. that can make Eric laugh for sure. Yes, but but it's typically in a story. Well, now, what about when, when, when Eric said today on the show to JP, to his face, I'm not attacking JP, but when Eric said to him, if you think something's funny... Well, I well hold on. I well, number one, I I kind of oh, that was you who yeah I said that. There. What did if you J- say? I said I said if J- if JP or if JP laughs, it's not funny. Oh, or something Eric, like Eric, that. Eric did say if you like it, I don't. <laughs> yeah, Eric did say that, which I think let you in <laughs> on if JP thinks because JP has the worst taste in comedy, <laughs> right? Because he remember he loves Mike and Molly. Oh, he God, loves Mike, and, Mike and, Molly. and Molly. He loves all the laugh track sitcoms he does and and he's a sitcom he always tries to get people on the show to watch something and nobody will ever watch it it's just not my cup of tea yeah he uh uh, yeah he loves scripted comedies i guess yeah but like new scripted comedies who's who's that what's uh, the movie he's he's always putting over movies too or stuff that and it's just not that funny kevin james movies probably i don't know (laughs) i thought he was putting something over telling the guys i told you to watch something but nobody will watch it he was upset about that earlier in the week. Oh, was it King Richard? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's King <laughs> oh, Richard. Yeah, that's not a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a comedy. I did actually watch that, and it was it was fine, but he it's loved that movie. Yeah. It was fine, right? Yeah. Who's uh who's that um Hollywood producer? What's his Chuck Lorre? Chuck Lorre? Chuck Lorre, yeah. The one if, the, if the, Chuck um, Lorre has his hands on it, JP's watching. <laughs> oh, so JP loved two, <laughs> two and a half minutes. Yeah, exactly. With that's, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> oh, yeah. Loves them all. We've seen every episode. Yeah. Um. D- yeah. D- don't be fooled by Eb. Eb laughs all the time on the show, and he thinks a lot of stuff is funny, not just physical comedy or a line by Valdez. Valdez, tell the listeners what you do, what we look for. Speaking of Eb smiling, what you do uh, before the entertainment page to make Eb laugh? Oh, hold on. I what do I do when you hand him a stack of papers? Yeah. What, what do you put up top? Oh. It's hold not on. a topic. Hold on, I do something. Yes, do I... Rick, we've ta- we we've done it a hundred times where we know something's funny, a funny headline. Oh, oh yeah. We, we, so we'll just yeah, we'll take the the funniest thing and we'll put it on top so he sees it. No, it's am not, I doing so? What? It, it's it's you, you never put it on top. We put you put it in the middle of the stack, right? And so when EB's thumbing through the entertainment pay- stories last <laughs> oh, oh, minute yeah. or oh, during okay. the commercial right, right, break, yeah. yeah so. So what I do is, uh, if there's like a great story about, um, I don't know, like somebody farting and then like their pants explode, <laughs> all right, something that's right up EB's alley, or a that, teacher having, uh, yeah, you know, anything that has to do with like uh, uh, boners, farts, just <laughs> Eric's uh, uh, low hanging fruit humor. I put it in the middle of the stack and then I race back into the producer room. Then I nudge Drab and I say, "Watch this." As Eric's thumbing through his entertainment page, he'll read, oh, Tom Hanks is doing a movie, um, Netflix is coming out with X, then all of a sudden he'll see that story, and he'll start this this Cheshire grin from ear to ear, and, and I don't know, he'll see that story. Yep, and it, and it actually makes us laugh <laughs> it in makes the other us... room. Sometimes it's great, because he doesn't flip through the stories until he's on the air, and so like the other guys are talking, and he's flipping through the stories, and he just laughs reading the headline. And then eventually he'll say, I always say, the guys want me to do this yeah. story or yeah. something like by that. By the way, he wants to do it just as bad. Yeah. He just doesn't want to look like a pervert. Valdez, I wanted to ask you, do you remember the entertainment page before you were the producer? Yeah. I like when like Brett Colt, prepared it. Yeah, and Brett stuff prepared like that? it. I took it over I took over uh for Brett. Right. Now I, I actually, have problems with Valdez's entertainment page. I always have. 
If I was uh, <laughs> cultivating the entertainment page, okay, I would do it a little bit differently. But that's, but that, I'm not. I don't want to insult you. <laughs> He's kind of insulting. Because hey, Valdez is Valdez, didn't he seat. say you could host an entertainment page? No, no because Valdez he puts non-entertainment stories in the entertainment. page. I put entertaining stories. Yeah, in he the puts entertainment. entertaining stories in the entertainment. I think that right. works. And a lot of times, by the way, sometimes it's hard to find entertain Hollywood news. There's not always great Hollywood stories. I know, but sometimes he hogs. He like tries to hog segments for the entertainment page. Like I'll tell him a story in the morning, and I'll say, "Hey, I want to do a story. What do you think of this? This is a funny story." And he was like, "Yeah, I, I have it in the entertainment page." You know what I'm saying? So it's like his entertainment page is better than your segment you were planning. Yeah, because it's clearly not. It's not about uh, Ryan Phillippe. It's like about, it's, it's it's like teacher having you know a teacher having sex or teacher air dropping a sex tape to 200 students or something like yeah. that. <laughs> Whatever it might be, anything right? right. But he, he always stashes it in the entertainment page first, and so I have to pull it out Look, and say, "Hey, I, this is getting its own segment." Okay, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But I put in I put in stuff that is interesting to Eric in the EP. Yeah, he never puts in like. Um, no, like he said, Tom Hanks is doing a movie. He never puts that. Well, stuff I know, in but there. I because I know that Eric won't care about it. I know it. See, you don't understand. It, this. I know. It's, I know. I besides Kardashian or Spears. No, no. Besides ben, ben, Dina Bickle, ben I know. I know more. His teeth. I know more about Eric than than anyone else. <laughs> all right. Besides Dina Bickle. <laughs> oh, so you know more about him than anybody. You make him laugh. Why don't you guys just get a room? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like it's a win when the the entertainment page bleeds over to a second segment? Oh, I love it. See, no, 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 no. That's a loss. And I'm telling you why. Because they didn't get to the entertainment page yeah. for the first 12 minutes right, of the segment. Right, they just BSed. Yeah. I like it when, there's, I like it when uh, he does two stories and he goes, I got so many great stories here. Yeah. If he only does one or two, they're never great stories. They're never, it means it's like, he'll say, I never got to it. And they'll say, he'll say what's your top story? Be oh, like, I don't know. I haven't looked at it. That that yeah. makes me distraught. <laughs> yeah. I hide my head in shame whenever he says that. <laughs> there, but hold on. But tell yeah. me, tell me what you would do for the entertainment page. I Mr. like Mr. Uh, I like movie news. I like like I know. But here's the thing: Eric doesn't know anything about movies. I know. I know. That's so so because well, he maybe he doesn't know anything about movies because you haven't coached him. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? Wait, so you're supposed to coach? So, now too? I, I gotta, I gotta be uh, like a, a well, you are the film studio. You are the give producer. A history, history lesson. You are the producer. Hold on, let me. You want me to coach Eric about movies? Who doesn't know anything about Star Wars? It's not about Star. It doesn't have to be about I know, Star but I, Wars. He just doesn't know anything. He doesn't remember anything. And I'm supposed to, to know, teach him about like, movies? But if he is right, you always do blame the producer. You could do a better job of bringing him notes on it would stuff. Be, it, like Valdez is like, what would Pete Davidson put on his Instagram instead of Will Smith signs on to play, uh, you know, this superhero in, in a mega movie that's coming Black out. Black Adam. Yeah. Like that's entertainment. The Rock is going to be a new superhero. That would never make your entertainment. Oh, that would make my entertainment page. Mm. But Eric would skip it because he doesn't know anything about superheroes or The Rock. Well, okay. Well, we'll and, you, and by the way, you're you're forgetting of that Eric skips a ton of crap. He does skip. I'll give you credit for that. It's tough to know exactly what's been. Hold left on. Do on I? The do you need floor. to review my entertainment page before I hand it to Eric now? <laughs> well, I do a lot of times. I pick oh, it up. You do. Oh, <laughs> you have to quality check it. Sometimes I well sometimes I will pull stories out of it if I know that he's it's got we're double dipping because EB really that's intriguing. Well, Valdez will know about it. I'll say, hey, I pulled that. I, I'm taking that segment out out of the entertainment page. It deserves its own segment, and I have to put it before the entertainment page because EB will just blow through it in the entertainment page. I know Valdez is very protective <laughs> I know. of the EP. I am protective of the EP because it's been my baby for yeah. thirteen years. You know what? I need. I need. You need your own segment that you can be protective. Yeah. Of. What do you? Yeah. What do you mean? There's eleven other segments. <laughs> I know. Are you protective of the Blitz? Is that your baby? No, no, no. I want nothing to do with the Blitz. Hey, you're, no one's allowed to touch the Blitz. That's yeah, JP's, no one... that's JP's uh, golden child. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'll work with five and five. No, five and ten. <laughs> the cheat five sheet. You want to put together the no, cheat sheet? No, I, I, I helped eliminate. We eliminated the cheat sheet. You know his 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 uh, segment is the junkies weekend preview. That was his baby. I do like the junkies weekend preview, but that's not a. It's not a. It's not a. The parlay. No, that, well, we came up with that together. Yeah, that, that was cosine. No, I don't have my own segment where I cultivate stories for cakes. Five and ten. 
<laughs> but Put it is top it, five. Hey, but it is it <laughs> is a good sounder. Hey, it is it. almost QB quarter of season. <laughs> is that going to be what you're taking over? Well, I don't want sports, but I, if that had to be a, one of my seconds, do you remember? Do you remember Junkies leftovers? Well, JP mentions that all the time. I thought that was something that they did back in the day. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a the segment that they did the last segment of the day where basically. They, they pulled out the stories they didn't do in their notebook, and then they did them. We, we, that's what we want to do on this show. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we, that's what bit bi- season is. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the, the binder. entire premise of bit season. <laughs> well, it's a called, it was, we were going to do left in the binder. Yeah, or left in the binder. Yeah, something they, they refused to do. Yeah. That would be good for the entertainment page. Should we bring back the binders? Every morning for years, we prep binders for the guys. We stopped doing it during the pandemic. Um, and we just didn't restart because, it once yeah, they came back. Yeah, because they were all uh, working from home. So but every morning, Baldies and I, we'd print off stories and stuff the binder full of stuff, whether it was sports stuff. Can or... we, enough with the printing. Like, can we just get iPads for them now? I mean, I would love that, but they have computers already in front of them besides JP. They, that's not going to work because they don't check email. <laughs> they're, they're not even willing probably, to check email. They didn't check the binders, and it was like right in front of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it literally uh, turning pages. I'm just thinking we have, like to get more digital. JP's on his phone all day. And it is an outdated premise, printing off. I know. You papers. guys literally get here at like 4 a.m. and spend half the time printing and, you know, three Organizing. hole punching. Like in right. 2021, hey, I, I what, what are we I do doing? not miss that. The whole yeah. punching we, and organizing. It was pain in the ass for us. So we'd just rather have the guys be less informed. Like cake, <laughs> like cakes going, did Richard Jefferson play with Gilbert Arenas? Were they teammates? And it was like the whole point of the story. All right. Well, hey, uh, I laugh. You see? Yeah. <laughs> see, it wasn't. It wasn't a zing. It was. It was just an observation about cakes. Um. All right. So we had a lot of other stuff to get into on the show. But what about the pickleball tournament? I think we got to spend enough time on that. I don't want to run out of time. Uh, lobbed by EB today. Lobbed. I see what you did there. Yeah. Presented something that he wanted to do. Look, this now, he's been talking I, pickleball for a long time. Uh, yes, he has. I'm not a big pickleball fan. I don't even know the rules. I'm not saying I wouldn't like playing, but it's just it's not for me. I like to play golf. There's other things I enjoy doing. You got but, two, Your shoulders are too big, I think. Okay. I don't know if that was supposed to be funny or if that's... Like, I made, I made travel. It was just a stupid comment. <laughs> but, but what I do like is I love it when the junks, especially EB, uh, are fired up and ready to like sell the soap about an event. Right. And that's, then, what, that's what gets me going. Yeah. If they're all into something, then, I, then, yes. then we want to get on, on board. I'm on board. I want to be riding that wave. So EB... Has been playing pickleball as of recently. He's referred to himself as a pickleball, pickleball god. god. Cakes has <laughs> Cakes was the uh, OG pickleball player. And Cakes has been playing for I think a couple of years now. I don't. Think he play, he plays. played like on the down low for a little bit. Yeah, and then I guess when it became more popular, he started voicing his pickleball exploits. All right, uh, and I'll be honest. I kind of turned my nose up at pickleball a little bit because I, I love tennis, and I just think that pickleball is. Uh, for less talented it's a tennis poor man's players, tennis, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like for guys that you can't move look. You want to be, you want to smoke people with your athletic ability, right? And if, I, and if a sport is taking away athletic ability, then you, you feel like it doesn't. It's not a, a a good enough test. But I could turn come around on it because I do have a little bit of soft spot because pickleball was invented in Seattle and we played it in high school, not like on a club team or really? a sport team, but we played it in PE <laughs> all the time. It was like our version of kickball. It's like floor everybody. hockey. Yeah, we played it all the time. So it, it it was a regional sport in the Northwest for a long time. So, <laughs> so you're claiming pickleball? Well, is the Canadians claim hockey? Hold on. So, <laughs> hey, well, why have you not said that on the show? I have. I told just the say guy. I've, I'm the uh, uh, pickleball originator. I am. I play, the, I, I've played it before anyone else. I, I did. I played it in in 1999, sophomore year of high school, or maybe 98, freshman year, whatever year it was. So. I'm an OG pickleball player. I, now, I couldn't tell you the rules right now. I forget. <laughs> well, Case doesn't even know how to score the game. Yeah. And he's been playing for I don't three remember. years. If we played in PE, couldn't have been that that complicated. Right? The scoring, if you had a bunch of donk No, but it's, it is but confusing. It's like volleyball. I think you have so to, you've played? Yeah, I've played with my dad a few times, yeah. <laughs> that is a Maury sport if I've ever seen one. <laughs> well, I mean, we're a tennis. From what I hear, Maury's a legendary tennis coach. He really? is. Yeah. Brought Lee High School Nubs Lee to the state ch- championships. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe that? I don't know. <laughs> and also, I Aitwad told me yesterday. Hey, I, my I, my guess is my guess is Maury really plays the net well. 
<laughs> He's pretty good at volleying, yeah. <laughs> you know what? This is a sidebar, but um, Adam fired me up yesterday because Adam and I will talk tennis every once in a while. Uh-huh. And Adam told me he hasn't lost in tennis in six years. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Hold on. <laughs> like real live tennis? Yeah. It's so, because I, I'm pretty good because I played high school, right? And so all these numbers, like Drab, pick up a tennis racket and you know think d- they're Andre Agassi. D- d- don't insult me like that. I played when I was a freshman. I beat you 6-1. That's a, ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Why yeah, that's not, that's his, hold on. <laughs> hey, that made me laugh. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Say, say that you're lying. That did not happen. You did not beat me 6-1. <laughs> what do you mean you say beat I'm me lying? 6-4. I was up 4-1. And I had an epic collapse, which I always, which happens to me often. We I'll played two admit- sets that day. I won the second set 6-1. Hold on. So no, you came, so he came never, back. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, he yeah. came back down. Never, he, didn't four, play two hold on. he came back down from 4-1. He did. To I, win 6-4. Yes. And then the next following set, he smoked you 6-1. No, I don't remember the 6-1. Yes. Because after yeah, the I, first I never set, lose he threw his racket into the fence. And he had to get a second racket. <laughs> I'm a known I'm a known racket smasher. He had a full-on breakdown. You think you got to hook him at Tennistopia. Thank you, Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Hey, that is, hey, you actually, know he did, actually, not, he did not beat me 6 1. That I, never I believe, happened. Hold on. I believe Adam because he has a lot of details. Like he he's remembering you throwing the racket into the fence. Okay, but he these are, these are so big he, details. He's trying to irritate me. He hey, knows. You that, should have seen it. Have you you remember when when the junkies like it's story time. When there's, <laughs> when there's breaking news and the junkies just blurted out and Drab's like storming around the office. Yeah. Well, that's I what, that's what he did when we were playing tennis. <sighs> He was stomping around. He wouldn't shake my hand at the net. He's so <laughs> bad. I always shake hands. That's a, such a hey. Was he was no he chance. like hey, was he like so pissed off that he was like calling balls out that were clearly in? You know what no, I mean? Like trying like, to cheat. But no, when I like called it out, cheat. he was like, "That's BS. You're lying." <laughs> that, that, I know Drab so well that, that he would, he none would do that. <laughs> none of that happened. You you guys are under my skin. No, and then he gets so pissed because my second serve is really slow. And so he'll try to like slam Does it. Does that shock you? <laughs> That's the least shocking thing ever. Yeah, his first serve is slow, slow too. But this one is really slow. <laughs> but, but he'll try to slam it back and hit it long and then just get upset at me. Your serve's too damn slow. I can't play against you. That sounds like yeah, trap. Scream. That sounds like trap. All right. So, anyways, well, hold on, hold on, he, real, he real reinvigorated quick. me okay. to, to get back and pick up the racket again. Go to the tennis wall, the backboard, start smashing some balls for a few weeks, and then play him again, so I can break, uh, break, uh, beat the streak. Yeah, beat the streak. <laughs> That's impressive. I though, can't have him go years. around ten. How many times do you think he's played in six years? I don't <laughs> I mean, know. You know what I mean, uh, ten. Yeah, no, probably forty times. Forty. You're yeah. you're on a forty and zero streak. Yeah. Wow, but but it's like I'm not that good. He's like his roommates that never played before, right? People that grew up playing basketball and baseball and stuff. I play I play Mikey Stotts, who plays tennis every day. That's my competition. Well, that's isn't he silly? He is silly. He's good. He's an elite pickleball and tennis player. I don't know about send him my way. He would he would (laughs) play smear the (laughs) with you. All right, enough tennis and talk. Back to pickle. Yeah. yeah, back to pickle. All right, I'm intrigued by this tournament. So am I. I think it could actually be pretty big. You and me and the guys, we get together, we plan out something big. It could be bigger than the show, right? Right. It could just it could circulate through the pickleball community. Exactly. It doesn't have to be show related. It doesn't have to be show related. We call the the Junkies Pickleball Challenge or something like that. JPO Junkies Pickleball Open. Right? I gets, like that. It, That's awesome. <laughs> JPO Part Two. All right. I like that. It gets bigger and bigger every single year. Next thing you know, people are coming down from New York and Philadelphia, and it's a regional tournament. It's like the Wing Bowl. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. That makes a lot of sense. The Wing Bowl started out in Philadelphia as a radio station contest, and then, uh-huh. the, and then all of a sudden they're at the uh, uh, Wachovia Center. Yeah. Well, the Wells Fargo Arena or whatever the whatever it's called. Play at. And it's like twenty thousand people there watching. Uh, people eat wings and uh, girls the, the showing their hooters. Right. Now I think pickleball is so big and it's becoming so big. We need to jump on we it. We need to jump on it. We already have the brand behind it. The okay. Mar- and the marketing behind it. Definitely. That we that's why JP he was driving me crazy on the show. He's like a March Madness. Let's do a March Madness. It pick- can stand on its own. He, you don't need to. Well, uh, he wanted to do it like two weeks. What are you talking about? We're not putting together a pickleball tournament two weeks from now. Yeah, that's impossible you know, to do. Like, 
let's plan it out. We could do it maybe late spring around Memorial Day or something like that. When Memorial it's nice. Day so kickoff. It doesn't have to be inside. It doesn't have to be at pickleballers. It could be outside, big, something like that. Okay. Well, do you know? See, I don't know any location. I see. I, I just I feel so blind about about planning this because I don't know anything about pickleball. What about the St. James? I bet they have pickleball. They right? have to have pickleball. Well, here's what I know. Every time we talk pickleball. People are calling nonstop. That's we got because national. Our, that's because our listeners are sixty. I know. I, don't know. <laughs> I know. They, they get. Sized. I got some guy calling in all the time uh, who uh, who's in nationals in pickleball. I got a guy calling me from the Bethesda Country Club. He's the pro over there. I got some guy who wants to uh, put the host the tournament for us. Put it all on. He teaches clinics all the time. So he like um, like he he puts together tournaments as part of his job. Yeah. By the way, some guy called me. Another guy who who teaches pickleball. He tells me that he has less. He teaches lessons, okay, all the time, and he says it's so popular that he will have ten people in this lesson. Yeah, and he charges forty five dollars a person. What? That's silly for one hour. So he's making four hundred and fifty dollars to teach a one hour pickleball lesson, and he does it every day, multiple times a day. I don't know. Probably it's, has three three sign up times. Yeah, because I maybe there's not a lot of pickleball pros. I, I don't know how it works. How do I become a certified? I, pickleball he's a tennis pro. pro. I said, how did you become a pickleball pro? He's a pickleball pro. He says, I I went through a clinic and I passed their certification. It can't be that hard, <laughs> right? <laughs> My mind is blown right now. So this guy's gonna be making. He called. He's a listener. He calls in all the time. Um. Wow, what a gig. Yeah, right? And I'm like, what am I doing? What am I, I not learning how to play pickle, pickleball and teaching some classes? Just think, the length of this episode, that guy made $450. <laughs> yeah, we're begging for someone to hit boxes to sponsor us. <laughs> we're begging for sponsors. I'm trying to think what he could be teaching you. Like, are there like strokes with pickleball? Like, there are tennis, like a, like a well, slice serve tennis, and stuff like I that. I think it's pickleball 101. He starts with the rules and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's, there's ways to serve and returns and volleys there's of course talk about jumping on the rocket ship i know right we, we, we missed a little <laughs> yeah, one we, we will get the second flight with our pickleball tournament you know, but but i love i love that everyone's excited excited about it and then well, eric, eric does eric doesn't get too excited for a lot of things so having him on board is is key but i did notice today that there was a fuddy-duddy uh turd in the punch bowl during the pickleball are, tournament, are you talk. pissed off about this? I'm actually upset. Yes, I'm pissed not off, surprised. Pissed I'm, off? I'm, I'm annoyed. Not yet. I'm a little bit annoyed. I'm annoyed is the good word. Is a good word for it. Lurch told the boys <laughs> that he would not participate in the pickleball tournament. It makes no sense to me. I don't understand why he wouldn't want to participate in something that the show is is using as a, prom- a vehicle for promotion, uh, a fun time. I mean. He's at was it Jason's athletic? Did Jason play in the kickball tournament all those years ago? Yes, he did. Why wouldn't he? Jason said to the guys, "I just don't have any interest in playing." Well, nobody's like that interested. I know. I was it. I'm besides Eric. Like, look, I'm going to embarrass myself if we have the tournament and play and not know what to do or any of the rules. But I'm still willing to go out there and. EB even hyped him up during the break and said, "Dude, you'd be great. You're you're an athletic guy. You you you'd kill everyone." And he goes, "I know. I would kill everyone, but I don't want to do it." Why doesn't he want to do it? That makes zero sense. I don't know. Does he have a lingering injury? He's worried about his knees. Okay. I just think that Jason does what he wants to do and. Is it, I think is it it's uncool? short-sighted. Yeah, it's, it's it's uncool to play pickleball. No, because he said he's into golf. Could you see him I'm changing into golf. his mind? I know it makes no. It made his reasoning made no sense. But here's the thing: it was his reasoning. So I just can't imagine like being a part of a show and 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 coming up with something together as a show to promote the show and then not it's participating. Called, in it's it. called being a good teammate. Yeah, like we're not asking him to play uh, in a pro am with. Uh, Abraham answer, you know what I mean? And, yeah, hopefully that's me. Yeah, and, and embarrass himself like it's a goofy radio prom- promotion. Why wouldn't he? Why why wouldn't he want to be in there? You know, you know how much listeners. you know how much dumb crap we've done in our careers. Oh, of course, to to uh, you know to take one for the team and be a part of the show. And it's not exactly I will. It's not like we're uh, Jim Rome or something like where we just are. We're set and made for life. You know, we're, we're, we're grinding our way through this as well, through the pandemic. And every day is a battle for ratings and, and, and promoting the show. I don't, it makes no sense to me why he wouldn't want to be involved. 
don't know. Nothing don't you, th- given don't you think our listeners point. would love to see him out there or just love to have a chance to play against them? Of course. That's, Jason playing sports with listeners is a huge selling point. I, I definitely think so. Who wants to so. play uh, Drab and Valdez when you can play Lurch? He's, you know, one of the big four. He's uh, the, I totally when it comes agree with to sports. you. sports. You know, that excuse, the excuse of golf is just such a, it's. He said, I'm not into it. I'm just not into pickleball. I'm not into who I'm not, I'm into, not into a lot of crap. Right. I'm cakes isn't cakes isn't into golf, but cakes, no, he plays in the purple heart thing cakes, because, because we, we recap it the next day. No, not only that. Cause we asked him to Yeah, like cakes is takes one for the team where he, he knows it's, it's good camaraderie. That's, yeah. It's not even about the show. It's good camaraderie. Hang out with the boys and do something fun. Have something to talk about. Right. What do you think he would say if we pulled him aside? Said Lurch, we, we really want you to play in this. He would right? say no. You'd say no. He's Lurch is one of the few people that is like stubborn enough where he you can't talk him into things that he doesn't want to do. I don't know. I, I will say this: if if Jason's uh, private jet friends all of a sudden uh, pick up pickleball, I know do, there's do you not think, enough money in it for him. Do you think? Do you think he would start playing too? If all of his uh, Ashburn Country Club elite. Friends, probably are, are it, it may, playing pickleball may, and having cocktails. Maybe afterwards. it's a sport for the common man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm I, not trying to be mean to Jason, but that was disappointing to hear for sure, especially because it's a a show backed event. I'm going to say that maybe he had something on his mind, and that he just looks at pickleball like it's a nub sport because he played basketball, you know, right. and right. that I think I think he'll change his mind in the next few weeks. Again. We all, I think all of us have the same, in this room at least, have the same views towards pickleball, right? Like it's not, it's not my, it's, I, I'm not seeking out to go play pickleball. <laughs> Maybe day. it's fun. I'm sure it is fun, right? I when mean, did it pass ping pong? I don't understand that. Nobody plays ping pong. I used to be silly at ping pong. Really? People oh, play yeah. ping pong in their house. I was, I, was, uh, I was first in my middle school. No way. You guys had like a tournament? Oh, we had a huge tournament. It was the, it was a huge deal. Really? Huge deal. My brother was awesome at ping pong too, and I had to avenge my brother's first place by getting my own. He would beat me all the time. It's kind of silly. So he went to a tiny school. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm actually, I suck at ping pong. Well, you don't have good hand eye coordination. No, that's because I'm a tennis player. The table's too short. <laughs> Apparently, you're not that good. You get smoked by Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't played in years. I, I hadn't played in quite a while. I, that's a, that's a, I, 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 I found by his. I found his button. I know. I found his button. It's <laughs> like he, he, does he this just can't make things years. up, and then you believe it. That's not fair. No, he had detail. Okay, I. I well, I beat Adam uh, the next time we played six love, six love. Do you believe that? Where did we play? We played at a tennis park right by T.C. Williams High School. That's where we played the first time. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you said you're going to train for a couple weeks and then get your revenge. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll play again. <laughs> Actually, wouldn't be there for that. <laughs> we want to play. I, I'm excited about the pickleball thing. I think I we am can make too. it happen. I, I, I think I, listeners would love it because it doesn't hey, seem like it's a sport where everyone who are, will you be my partner? Well, that was kind of. <laughs> <wasn't it? laughs> I th- I, th- I think that we can uh, we can um, team up with uh, um, random listeners. It's like a pro am. So. You know Hold I mean? on, can I get can I get a ringer? Shouldn't it be a pro am? I think we should all team up because if Lurch isn't going to play, then it'd be us three producers and three junkies, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're involved. I'm, I, just te- I'm teasing. I'm okay. teasing. I actually, I think I might want to play with Adam. Ooh, if he's a table <laughs> no. tennis champ, I might want to play with Valdez. You could play at the net. I'll play back. I'll play. Okay. I'm not getting stuck with JP. That's <laughs> not happening. All right. Hey, yeah, why don't you, you can play with JP? No, he's too competitive. I know. He's he even said that play. Play. You're ultra competitive too. You'll break your pickleball racket. We, we can't play together. He even said on the air, "Why not? It's a competition." That's why. <laughs> that was so. Why did he wants to do this whole thing? Because he he was he he's like MJ. He wants to compete in anything. <laughs> I know. Don't you want that bulldog on your side? Yeah, JP wants the trophy. He like you know. <laughs> Especially if there's a prize involved. Yeah, exactly. So that was a reason to brag. Uh, well, we'll figure it out. I, I'm opening to play with uh, listeners, and maybe like Al Rashid or John the Pompa or somebody. I'm a man of the people. You're saying I'm not because I'm going to hitch myself to Adam? Yeah, it sounds like you want to win. 
um, one of the things I noticed this week is that this is a little behind the scenes thing, and I'm noticing it right now, is that Valdez is a smoothie man again. Oh. All right? And he brought in the world's tiniest <laughs> blender to the show this week. Look, I don't think this has made it on the air. It hasn't made it on air. But and it is funny behind the scenes to me. I, Dude, it, I bought a mini Nutribullet. Uh, Nutribullets are our So are you bringing in the materials every day? I have. How about the fridge is stocked with strawberries, blackberries, blueberries. <laughs> I'm making a berry smoothie. No protein powder, just uh, a nice fruit smoothie. Are you using help, milk? Help my, help my duties with uh, unsweetened almond milk. So last Friday, he was hyping up saying, next week is smoothie week, Drab. I'm going to bring in. I said, all right, I, I, I want in on that. Bring, yeah. bring the yeah. frozen berries and I'm the banana tree. and all this stuff. So I would love to be in on your, your uh, breakfast smoothie. And then Tuesday morning... <laughs> All right, after President's Day, he comes in here. Right. I'm with not this, with you. this box. With, with this thimble size <laughs> Dude, it's the blender. Blender. It, it sounded like, you know when you turn on a blender, it like hurts your ears. It's so <gasps> loud. Yeah, yeah. This, thing sound, this thing sounded like a vibrator. A Sonic Care toothbrush. <laughs> <being dirty>. <laughs> <laughs> and that thing jammed within three seconds with all those frozen berries he had in there. <laughs> The thing could barely, the thing could barely uh, cut up two strawberries. He was grinding ice for thirty minutes trying to make this smoothie to work. It, it's actually it's the mini Nutribullet. It's the weakest thing in the world. The blades, you stick your finger in it, and you would break the blade. But he bought he bought so much stuff, so many yeah, berries yeah, this yeah. week. So I, bro- I so it was a buy uh, buy two get one free berry sell off at Giant. So I have I have so many berries. It looks. It looks like a, a, a Cold Stone Creamery, yeah. right? <laughs> that many berries. But I bought all this stuff, and I got it. So I at least got to mow through the berries that I brought before I throw that thing in the trash. Is it chunky? Is that yes. what's... Oh, I want okay. you to look. I want you to look inside here and see and see all these blackberry seeds. <laughs> why, why don't you just bring a real blender in? I, I think I might have to a nice Vitamix or something like that. Well, I I saw the twenty dollar I saw the twenty dollars <laughs> so chunky tiny, tiny smoothie and I wanted it. Well, I I, I said, we, oh, that'd be a great idea. We walk by the green room. You shouldn't do it in our studio or anything like that. Well, I, you could uh, set set up a little booth. We didn't we talk about a bake sale recently on this show? Yes, we did. All right, you set up a little smoothie uh, table. Valdez's juice bar. All right, and every morning at seven a.m. You take a long, well, I'll book an interview, and you disappear for 15 minutes. <laughs> the juice bar's open. Yeah. You know, that was, might be a good idea. Moneymaker. Now that PGC has eight people on their morning show. Yeah, that was wild. Eight, that's eight smoothies that I can but make. You're missing, like, the key ingredient. Didn't you tell me once the key ingredient for a great smoothie is peanut butter? I do love peanut uh, Drag's a peanut butter junkie. I don't think yeah, it goes into... Like it's, if you're doing a like lot a, of calories, yeah. those things, it's like the peanut butter and chocolate smoothie, mm-hmm. like peanut butter, banana. I typically don't get those too many, too, too big. But yeah. Drab is a peanut butter junkie. Yeah, I was, I wasn't. I, I swore off peanut butter because I gained really? 15 pounds. Yeah, I remember. I was. I told you I was eating too much peanut butter. Yeah. I told the guys if I was straight on out a, of the spoon. Too. I told you <laughs> if I was on a. Told the guys on the show if I was on a remote island, the one thing I'd bring with me is. Peanut butter. <laughs> okay. I had an addiction problem, and then one day I got. <laughs> Don't you like envisioning drab that big, big jar of, uh, of Jeff? All right, with a bit, with a big old uh, spoon. And I'm not talking about like the ones that you eat a yogurt with. I'm talking like a serving spoon. Like, all right. no, I don't like right, that. Jeff. I like the right, small yeah, Indian restaurants. Yeah, you know, the yeah, giant sco- yeah, scooping around, getting, make sure he's getting the edge of the Jeff jar, <laughs> and, then, oh, and then having it in his mouth. And then smacking his big lips with, against that peanut butter. Hey, wh- what was your item if you if you were on a remote island? What was the one thing you'd bring with you? Hold on. Now this is to eat or just I anything know, I, in general. I, nobody asked me if it was to eat or survive or anything. I just well to survive, I'd bring flint. On a, no, the tropical. Yeah, but he brought peanut butter. No, tropical <laughs> island. Oh, tropical island. Well, maybe you want to cook the fish, I guess. <laughs> Radio. <laughs> and that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Radio's butt underrated on a remote island. You know, definitely, I can find some talk show to listen to. You know, Co- coconut talk. Yeah. yeah, that's a great answer, Valdez. What about you? Ah, so my answer is nubs. The only thing I'm thinking of is a Rubik's cube. Oh, oh. <laughs> don't you already know how to do those? Yeah, but what I would need you- something to fiddle with. I don't know. Crossword puzzle. 
A daily crossword puzzle? Yeah, daily crossword Wordle. puzzle. Wordle. <laughs> I'm doing Nerdle now. I'm like, I think I'm the king of Nerdle. Isn't this phase over with? <laughs> I know. I can't wait for it to be done with. Well, I think you're going to create an app, though, right? And then, uh, then we'll we market talk, it. You know, we talk about we're it. A bunch, oh, we are losing interest in that. We're, we're a bunch of hot air. Now when, about, it comes to, when it comes to ideas. <laughs> yeah. Valdez and I have moved on to <laughs> buying a coffee shop yeah, we, in Hilton yeah. Head. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're buying a barista in Hilton Head. Yeah. <laughs> we got new ideas every single day. Nothing sticks. Yeah, definitely <laughs> sticks. However, speaking of peanut butter, I got to give Valdez credit. I t- I was on a, a sabbatical f- from peanut butter, if that's the right hiatus, maybe it's the right word, where I hadn't had it in months. Okay. Valdez earlier this week, on Tuesday morning, not only did he bring in smoothie ingredients, he brought in homemade peanut butter bars cooked or baked by his mommy. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard of this. Peanut butter bars? Oh, my God. It's it's a delicacy. I, it was like if someone <laughs> offered me <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And, I, and I was an addict. Are they melty or are they? No, he, they're frozen. He, he brought in these no-bake peanut butter bars. Okay. They weren't frozen when he gave them to me. It was room temperature. No-bake. Yeah. They're cold. They're not frozen. They're Maybe cold. it was cold. Yeah, Maybe they're in they had the a refrigerator. So, yeah. You heat up the peanut butter. You mix in like oats and honey. And then you melt, you bring it together, and then you put it in, in cranberries, and you put it in a pan, spread it around, and then you put it in the fridge. So you, simple. You, you put it into a little baking sheet. Yeah, and then like you like chop rice it, crispies, yeah. right? and then when it gets like rice yeah, crispies, like rice then it hardens. When it gets hard, then you slice them into bars. Dude, delectable. Drab, really? Yeah. I think Drab wanted to have sex with my mom. Well, I don't want to have sex. But I, 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 I understand why Valdez is always going home for home cooked meals now because that was that it was it was the best. I'm telling you, it was the best breakfast bar I've ever had. I I eat them as desserts. Maybe it would be a great dessert too. I want to go over to Valdez's house for dinner one day. I know. I need the recipe. I think it's really easy. It is. It's very. I want easy. that dip you were talking about last week. Also, which dip? And the, the pepperoni prep. dip, right? Oh, the pepperoni, yeah, the pepperoni dip. Oh, yeah, what we, we, we could have that? a whole meal at oh, your yeah. parents' house. We slept on that, didn't we? We sleep, but we're gonna have to do that next week. Next week is the pepperoni dip. It's definitely pepperoni dip. Yeah. All right, we get, get together. I don't get Ted, it. Have them bring in the oven. How are your parents like? My mom, such I, cuisines. My mom is an it, expert. It, it was kind of white. Tra- it was a white trash. Um, oh really? Bar. <laughs> she, she's. It's not the French laundry. Look at his face. Ass. You just ripped. Him. It's crappy <laughs> and, and, and peanut I, butter I, bars. I, I, my <laughs> okay. mom. My mommy's cooked me meals for thirty four years, and he's basically telling me everything I eat's trashy. Who? I you? See. No, no, no. Okay, I, that was insulting. I take that back. All right, that was insulting. It's not fine dining that your mom's making. It's home cooking. It's not even home it's cooking. Home cooking. It's not even home cooking. Home cooking is like what, 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 a home cooking. Yeah. Let me hear your definition of home yeah, cooking. What's your mom's home cooking? A, bu- oh, a bunch of nachos on a plate yeah. no, in a no, microwave. No, no, no. <laughs> is that home cooking? When I think of home cooking, nacho mommy. All right, hold on. When I think of home cooking, right. I think of coming home from college or something like that. Okay. And you come home and you you, you miss your mom and dad. You, you or you've been out. You're in the army and you come home after <laughs> a long time. Okay. And you come home and you get that warm hug from your from your mom and dad. And they say, "Welcome home." Let's go, let's go eat, and then you get like mashed potatoes and corn. <laughs> thanks for the Thanksgiving. No, not, not, not necessarily Thanksgiving, but it's a, some sort of meat that's been, you know, cooked overnight. A family <laughs> recipe that's been passed down for generations. Not some breakfast bar <laughs> your mom horror. you found your mom found on a Tasty's Facebook page. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, my mom's not on Pinterest. <laughs> okay, but. Oh, that's just something that she makes. I'm not saying that's her. That's her specialty. That's not her calling. Well, what's her? What's her specialty? Sounds like she's got a whole booklet. Oh, you should see it. She has a, a huge. She has the oldest uh, recipe. Uh, you, like you know those uh, plastic things that are like light blue that you open up. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, that stores all your recipes on the index cards. Mm-hmm. All right. They're all laminated so that the the pen and pencil marks don't smudge. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. That's what my mom has. That's basically. Like uh, her treasure treasure chest of food, is that is that recipe? And now, have you learned how to make any of these things yourself? Uh, besides myself. the crab dip, I know how to make. Like, the crab could you dip. make your mom's tuna casserole that you? My you mom know? doesn't do tuna casserole. 
cholesterol. Okay, well, we're crap. talking about white trash. Yeah, it's probably yeah, crap, right? about white trash. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I don't. My mom doesn't make tuna casserole. Oh, you know that home cooked tuna casserole meal. <laughs> that's Jason. That's allergic with this hot dog casserole. Okay? That's you. That's, that's the first thing me. you thought of was a tuna casserole. Oh, no, poor drab. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had tuna casserole. Okay. Oh, okay. My, but, my, my mommy makes a beef stroganoff. <laughs> What? <laughs> I love beef stroganoff. That is for me. That's a home cooked meal. Same same ballpark. All right. Um. Let's see. Um. I mean, my mom's crab cake is pretty delicious. All right. That, yeah. That, enough with the crab though. Yeah. No. It's it's a little annoying. Well, I'm just saying. She's, he makes she makes great crab cakes. Wouldn't it be annoying if I came in here and every meal that I talked about was salmon? I know. It would just be annoying. Like get get something else. Oh, you know what she does make? She makes these. Uh, you know, I'm joking about tuna casserole. She makes like this uh, this chicken thing on an English muffin, like a chicken melt. Mm. Uh, cheese on a yeah English muffin. It's so good. Those are silly. And then she'll make homemade French fries with them. Homemade, homemade French fries. That's, that's, that's what, tough to pull off. Yeah. She's cutting the. Oh, yeah. The potato. She's doing it all herself. What, are they, them and what do they look like? Are they like long and skinny? Uh, they they look like they look like uh, steak fries. Like steak fries. Uh, just, maybe maybe half the size of steak fries. What's on the docket for Valdez to make this weekend? Oh, because I got something. Hey, I'm that's a great. Make. That's a great thing that you asked. All right. Because um, um, I was talking to my parents because uh, I went to Ocean City over the over the weekend, mm -hmm. and uh, I stopped by to say hi because I haven't seen them. I hadn't seen them since Christmas. All right. Then after I after I left and went home, I uh. My parents said, oh, it's so nice seeing you. Um, I haven't seen you in a while. So I felt bad because, you know, they're sitting there in their house. And mm -hmm. my, my brother is afraid of COVID, so he'll never go see him ever again. <laughs> okay. Sad. Right. It's very sad. Yeah, very sad. So so I felt so bad. And I said, I, by the way, if I were you, I would be at my parents' house every weekend surpassing my brother and becoming the number <laughs> oh, one no, no, child. No, I, I am because I'm the only one who sees them in person. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I call, I call my parents all the time, and one of the reasons why is because my mom let it slip one time that my other siblings don't call enough, and I want to be the favorite child. Hey, you want to be number one on that will list. And there's a lot of reasons why they're <laughs> That's hard. There's, other, there's other reasons why my other siblings are their favorites already. More successful, you know, Definitely all that kind successful. of stuff. You know, I'm the, I'm, I, know. I was always the black sheep. I know. I was the same way. My brother, but <laughs> successful. Yeah. All right. Me, not so much. So, but I found their weakness. They don't call enough. Yeah. Uh, if I pop <laughs> in enough, like Kramer, they'll. I'll be one. <laughs> right. Be one of their friends. <laughs> ads. <laughs> ads beat everything else. The so, parents love ads. So, uh, so I, I felt bad because you know it's been like two months since they've seen any of their children, mm -hmm. and um, and I was the only one who went to uh, Christmas at their house. Um, so I said, you know what? Uh, how about this weekend? I'll uh, I'll do a little uh, road trip, and uh, I'll spend the night in my old childhood bed, and uh, we'll hang out is all weekend. Is it a twin size? Uh, I, th uh, I think it's a queen size. Okay. <laughs> all right. and, and at Giant, God bless Giant, I found a seven and a half pound brisket. Oh, really? Yeah. Seven and a half pounds. I wouldn't know what to do with that. I really don't know either, but my dad has a smoker. He he just got it like this past year because he's mm -hmm. been smoking a lot of meat during his uh during the pandemic. So I, I'm gonna bring this seven and a half pound brisket that I got for twenty eight bucks at Giant to my to my parents, and me and my dad are gonna drink beers, and smoke meat while my mom slaves away in the kitchen. That is silly. So that's that's it. you're doing that this weekend. We do that this weekend. Do you guys All pound right. beers while you're smoking the meat. Thank you for listening. Of course, they're gonna pound beers. <laughs> yes, it's the Valdezes. Yeah, mine's a little different. And actually, I want to know what bit season. I always like to know what the bit season listeners are making as well. If they got a silly recipe. By the way, did you see some of the dips that were? I would. Sent to I, us? Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love the dips that people the, did are sending us. You see the cheesesteak dip. Keep sending us. If you're making something at home and you think it's silly and it's not too complicated, send it our way. Drab is Drab is big on recipes. I'm well recipe shirt. Every because every morning because my kids wake up at my kid my kids wake up that one over my head for a minute my kids wake up at seven a.m. and so my new thing is to get on YouTube while they're playing and eating it on Saturday and Sunday mornings I sit there and I watch cooking videos on YouTube for like a couple hours every yeah, Saturday and all Sunday. you do is have you seen uh, this person yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't <laughs> um, this weekend a little different than a brisket I'm making a homemade 
crunch wrap from Taco Bell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fired up. I can't wait. I've been making my own pickled onions. I've been doing all yeah, kinds Drab, of Drab has been uh, hyping up his own pickled onions for about a month now. What do you think about that? I got I got mason he's jar, jars. He's got jars of onions pickling. Yeah, I think it probably smells terrible. Oh, it's silly. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a great addition to the fridge. Awad, what are you making this weekend? I'm going to make a little thing we call cold pizza. You take it out, and then you put it in the oven. You reheat it in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you tried putting cold pizza in the air fryer yet? No. Got to do it. Put it in there for really? five, four or five minutes. Do you have an air fryer? Uh, no, but my, oh. my dude upstairs that I'm friends with us. I go over there all the time. The next time you have cold pizza, don't ever put it in the microwave. You'll ruin it. Either do a, the oven's not going to work. Do a skillet or air fryer. Skillet. Skillet. skillet everyone always hypes up if you put a slice of pizza do on a skillet. Do you flip it on a skillet too? No. 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 So how do you get the cheese? You can put a lid on at the very end. Oh, good cheese. idea. And then you like. Steam but I like it. the air fryer. What were we talking about? Pickleball. Well, no, we were talking <laughs> about weekend food, I guess. Oh, the peanut butter bars. Yeah, peanut butter bars. I, that's on my list too. I want to try my own peanut butter bar. Right. So I appreciate you bringing that to my attention. No problem. And one last thing on food before we get out of here. Cakes is an idiot. <laughs> All right. All right. Him trying to do the math today on the, how much a Costco hot dog costs. And he was he kept hyping up how much he knew about the Costco hot dog. <laughs> and he kept saying, well, that's a hot dog's $1.25 plus the 59 cent of soda. And he was like trying to do the math. Uh-huh. It's a combo meal. He, he How does he not know this? The menu hasn't changed since 1984. It's a hot dog. And a and soda, a soda for... together for a dollar fifty. It was tilting me. He kept. I didn't even draw make in reference to it on the show today, but he was he was acting like he was the Costco hot dog guy. He's the he's the Costco police. Yeah. Hey, what do you make of my dad getting a hot dog every you know, day? <laughs> your dad is living the life. He is I living the life. <laughs> isn't he? Aren't you jealous? So Doesn't jealous. it make you want to retire? It makes me want to retire so bad. Is that the, his the... big daily thing is to go to Costco. I get, know. Get a Polish dog. Oh, that's even better yeah, than hot they dogs. Still have, they still have them up there. That is. I mean, the fact that, you know, what are you going to do today? Oh, I'm going to scarf this dog down. Am I going to get onions on it or not today? My dad, look, he works his ass off. He's still he's 73 years old, 1949. Yeah, just turned 73. So he he works his ass off on the yard and the garage still all the time, right? Like his, his, it's his hobby. He's a man's man. But these days he wakes up at like 7, reads the paper for an hour, eats okay. breakfast, goes, takes a nap <laughs> at 9 a.m., wakes up from his nap, maybe does some work for a little bit, and then at noon he goes to Costco for the Polish <laughs> dog. <laughs> I'm like, that is the <laughs> that, life. That's the life. <laughs> I know. Trust me. Whenever I'm going to be so jealous this weekend when I uh, go to my pay- – because every day for my dad – is it's like a Saturday for him. I know every day, is <laughs> every Saturday. day is Saturday for him. <laughs> That's the lie. I know. He was it. He um he wakes up, has his coffee, all right. Watches some watches some Fox News. Mm-hmm. All right. Then he he goes to the gym and does his spin class. Well, that's a good workout. Yeah, yeah. he likes it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he comes home, showers, uh, might take a nap, and then my dad learned how to play the guitar. Oh really? Ooh. Yeah. That was his that was his big retirement hobby. Is is uh like his it. boat his new boat and his uh guitar. And let me tell you something, every song sounds the same. <laughs> <laughs> what does he sing? Is it like old folk music? Oh, or is it like it's, Bob it's Dylan old, or something? Yeah, it's all old fogey music. He's playing so Simon much. and Garfunkel. He, no, no, no. He loves he loves playing uh CCR. Green's oh, Clearwater yeah. Revival <laughs> on the guitar. Yeah, silly. Does your mom get butt sized to listen? No, she ain't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Bob, it's been an hour. Bob, wait, wait, acoustic guitar or electric well, yeah, guitar? He has two guitars. Oh, really? One, yeah, yeah. He's like Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, an acoustic one, and he's got an electric one, and he has an amp. Oh, I've wow. never been so size in you my life. Hear, you can hear my dad playing uh, uh, the guitar like it's a uh, Woodstock '99. Uh, a mile away from the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Too loud. That's too loud. And he I, loves he loves going on YouTube and uh, looking at good, free guitar lessons. I I've never been so sized that when the my wife told me when we were dating that she doesn't like guys who play guitar. 
because <laughs> I knew I, I don't like music. I knew that I would never have to like, she'd be yearning for that. Like, you know, because women love that. Women love like a musician, a hot, hot lead singer. A hot lead singer or just a guy that you know, can pick up a guitar. Yeah, they want to be a groupie. It's, yeah. it's part of their fantasy. Uh, my, my wife is, she's different in that way. She always never had to impress her with music. So, because there's a lot of pressure, like women love guitar players. Like that's competition. You see a guy playing a guitar, it's competition. Hey, maybe Adam should learn how to play guitar. That'd be a great yeah. thing for him. Imagine with it, you wearing a scarf and a beanie. That's I'm a... just, I'm, I'm nubs with my fingers. I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> hey, you know, tip for you. Hey, Don't ever admit that. <laughs> Especially to women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you know what I mean? every day it makes a little bit more sense I mean, there's a lot yeah, there's a lot of sense right there hey maybe that's why girls love guitar players so much it's you like know an aphrodisiac seeing them wiggle their hands up I and never down never thought about that we'll have to get some biddy's opinion on that some women out there <laughs> that would be a topic for next week. if that's actually an aphrodisiac for them and and, and is making watch, that connection watching them manipulate yeah the, yeah the, <laughs> the d chord with the stop? c chord no, not moving your finger around you're making, me, you're making me uncomfortable <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable. Hey, let, well, let me see Adam. Let me see Adam. Oh, <laughs> those are those are clunky. Oh He's got the clunkiest <laughs> fingers. <laughs> hey, why are your finger? Have your fingers gotten fatter? No, he's got like he also has a fungus thing with his with his fingernails. It's this uh, psoriasis, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hey, one of my thumbs is like bigger than the other thumb. Hey, he's, got, can you, he's got rotten fingernails. Can, so can you imagine if you're some chick and you see a Adam's big? Big budgie psoriasis hands going down your panties. I know it's a soft spot for him. You can't you oh. can't make fun of that. I, I'm I'm sorry, Adam. I didn't mean to do that. Well, everyone knows I haven't gotten laid in a while, so it's not new news. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Hey, this is a fun episode. We all laughed. How about this? We all laughed yeah, today you know, during this. I made you guys funny. laugh. You made, you you definitely made, made me laugh. Today. All right, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Bit Season. <laughs> we'll be back next week on the show. I'm out tomorrow again. So it just. Valdez and, and Jeff Walker filling in. Lurch is out. He's taking a personal day. He's taking a Lurch day. He's taking a Lurch day. I, that was a good I, one. I could do an hour on him flying to uh, Alabama to watch some friend's kid play baseball, too. <laughs> I always question how close those friends were before they had a college athlete. So Before before Jason is eyeing him doing his yeah. uh, financial planning and investment exactly. with, his, with his Yale MBA. I know. He needs to go out to dinner with us. Well, we're not rich enough. Maybe if we combine all our salaries. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, if we combine all our salaries, he'll have apps with us. <laughs> <laughs> have a great weekend. We will see you next week on Bit Season and on the Junkies. But don't forget, send us your recipes and your home cooked meals. Love to see them. <laughs> all right. Take care. See ya. Okay. Picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.